Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Move on from here, because we don't want to park there for too long. Right. You know, we're talking about another purpose of sex, which is that is of unity. And... Again, we go back to Genesis 2.24. This explains why man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are what? United. Like the airlines. (laughs) United Airlines. I mean, and obviously we don't mean physically united. Not like like we just merge together and become this one nebulous being, right? Mm -hmm. But no, but we're unified in one spirit. Unified in one mind, mm-hmm. unified in one purpose, unified in one vision, unified in one mission, unified in one church, and the list goes on, and the list goes on, and the list goes on, all right? <laughs> you know, you can keep going for days, but I don't want to belabor mm-hmm. the point, all right? I'm just want to move a little quickly here, so I'm not going to park out there. But some of you might say, but oh, doesn't the Bible allow polygamy, right? Didn't Solomon have over 700 wives? And A thousand total. Thousand total, Yikes. which that we know of, that was documented, right? Right. <laughs> right? You know, and um, so, but here's the thing, right? So before I even get into this, here's the thing, you know, it's I'll just answer it right off the bat, no, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, like, Christ clarifies it's, it's, that. God, God, God clarifies that. The mm. word clarifies that. Like, right. no, it's not. It's not what. God has intended, right? Right, and in this particular case that people bring up all the time, you know, King Solomon, Elderly Wise, all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go to let's go to scripture and data, First Kings eleven and four eight, in Solomon's old age, they turn his heart, and by they they mean uh, his wives, wives, turn his heart to worship other gods instead of being completely faithful to the Lord his God. As as his father David has been, because David is recorded as or known as a man after God's heart. Absolutely. Right? Again, real quick, and this can also apply to uh, from a woman's perspective too. Uh, having multiple men can lead you into this, and women have had multiple husbands in history as well. Yes. So we're not beating up on women here with this text. Yep. And. So Solomon worshipped Astaroth. I always mispronounce that. <laughs> but um, the goddess of the, the sudden... I should have practiced this beforehand. <laughs> you, you read Sidonians. There. Sidonians. There you go. Lexicon over here. <laughs> um, but the word at that, that goddess Astaroth um, really means star or um, Astarte. Uh, it's the female deity of the Phoenicians. Worshipped in war and fertility, also known as Ishtar, which is where the term Easter comes from. And we'll right. get into that later. Right. But I just want to clarify some of the things. And Moloch, the detestable god of the Amorites. And Moloch equals king. That's right. what it means, right? It mm-hmm. means king. Um, and also, not just that, but, you know, to worship Moloch meant that you had to sacrifice Infants. Yes. You had to sacrifice babies. That's true. So when you look at the scripture, it's they worshipped fertility 
and they sacrifice babies. Mm-hmm. So make babies and then sacrifice them. Absolutely. That's and pretty nasty. I don't think we um when we read that text, we don't really understand the gravity. Even my I myself, you just think, oh, he was worshiping other gods. He maybe was bowing down his knee or praying to them. No, it, it goes in depth. He's sacrificing babies, you know, and ain't no telling what else he was dabbling in. And I think there's an importance here because you'll have people who argue and say, well, you can have problems in the family with just one wife. But yeah, the scripture is highlighting the fact that him having so many wives and the sin associated with having all of these wives. We see that also with David and the situations he had within his family because he had multiple wives, how one child was feeling this way. There was a rape going on in his family. He's being Mm -hmm. ran out of the kingdom we look Mm -hmm. at abraham he had multiple wives his wife told him to take hagar after god said he would have a child with sarah and then there ends up being conflict in his family then he has to send his uh wife away and his uh son away and so the first if i'm not mistaken the first recorded um the first time you see a man with multiple wives in the bible there's murder involved he yep. ends up um, he ends up killing a man or two, I believe, because they were trying to attack him or something like that. But the Bible doesn't miss words. And Christ, he comes and clarifies the fact that we should have one wife. And that was the purpose yes. in the beginning. Since we have been talking about the purposes in the beginning and dealing with Genesis, it says a man leaves his father and mother and cleaves to his wife. wife. No, wife. Wife. <laughs> Singular. <laughs> Singular. Yes. So Solomon goes on to um, do evil in the sight of the Lord. He refused to follow the Lord completely as yes. Father David had did. Mm-hmm. He also goes on to the Mount of Olives, East Jerusalem, to build a pagan shrine for Kamosh, the detestable god of Moab. Now, Kamosh means subduer. Mm-hmm. And it is also the deity of the Moabites. Um, and the Amorites also identify with Baal Peor, Baalzebub, mm-hmm. also also pronounced Baalzebub, Mars mm-hmm. and Saturn. And the reason there's a reason why I'm going through all this, right? right. I'm trying to paint the picture, right? When you have when people are making these arguments about multiple wives and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and and what you can be potentially bringing in to your marriage and to your life, Absolutely. you know, to your family lives with all this stuff, and 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 this kind of baggage that you really don't need, and then the God never intended for you to have in the first place, right? Absolutely. So so Kimosh. You know, the subduer also like I think of it like a, a group of God, like a like a group of gods that you know when you say Kimos, it's not just one god, it's like several gods. Mm. Anyway, that's where that's where the text reads, right? Mm. Or the or the definition reads, you know, um Baal Pure, which also means Lord of the Gap. Um he's a deity worship with with licentiousness, is what the text says. And we look up licentiousness. That is promiscuous mm-hmm. or unprincipled in sexual matters, aka uh, orgy. Yes. Right? And then Baal Zebub, which is Lord of the Fly, which was very interesting to me because I'm like, wow, Lord of the Fly is actually in the Bible. Interesting. <laughs> but um not too sure what to interpret from that. But you know, anyways, flies are nasty. I hate flies. If you like flies, kudos to you. But um but yeah, so 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 the way the text reads is that on the Mount of Olives, East Jerusalem, even he built a pagan shrine for Chemosh, you know, the testable god of Moab, and another for Molech. Um, 
Yeah, I already described Moloch. He's child worshiper, mm-hmm. uh, child sacrifice, mm-hmm. and that's what God of the Amorites. So what's going on in here is these people are having orgies, having babies, and then sacrificing them. Yes. That's what's going on with all these wives. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's disgusting. Yes, it's doubling down on the wickedness of having these multiple wives. And also, too, something else that had uh, come to my mind was um, 1 Corinthians. And when it says, Paul said, I wish that all were like myself and being um, single and devoted to the Lord. He says, when you get married, you will have worldly troubles. And we had talked about that mm-hmm. in a couple of episodes back. At length. It's, it's hard enough having one. You know, and mm-hmm. trying to please, as, as the text says, trying to please your spouse, but at the same time trying to serve the Lord. It's hard enough for one person to grow mm-hmm. and to love them and understand them. Imagine having multiple wives. You 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 shortchanging somebody. You, you're failing somewhere. So. You can't you can't juggle all the balls. You can't spin all those plates. Mm-hmm. You know something's gonna fall and crash. Mm-hmm. You know and. You want to minimize the amount of stuff you're juggling so that way you don't you don't crash. You know, it's like I'm gonna butcher this illustration. But um it's kinda of like when someone said that to me a long time ago that like you're you're juggling all these all these balls, all these um in life, some of them are rubber balls, like your job, for instance, right? You may drop your job, but that bounces back, right? Or some of them might be your hobbies, right? Like where I stand right now, it's a hobby because we're not making money. So, <laughs> you know, this might fall off the radar for a little bit and it'll bounce back, right? Lord willing. And there are other things that are like glass. There are like, you know, your uh, your Christmas ornaments that are right. glass and it's it's a one of a one of a kind thing. And your family is like that. And, and you're juggling this glass orb along with, Rubber balls, mm-hmm. and if you drop that orb, that shatters. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's hard. Like, <laughs> you, I want to see you try. Someone try dare try to put a, a a Christmas ornament back together from being shattered. It's no easy task. Right. Um, you're never gonna find all the little pieces. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what you don't want to do. You don't want to be having all these things juggling together. So right. does the Bible allow for polygamy? No, of course not. Does right. not. Yeah. And and one more thing, I know we're on this point, but I think this is an important principle with just the Bible and script in general. Just because you see it in the Bible does not mean that God cosigns it or he condones yes. it. Yes. Context is king. Context is king. Just because you see something happening in the Bible, whether it be rape, whether it be murder, multiple wives, that does not mean, oh, God, he 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 likes that. You know, God, he he, he didn't say anything about it. So I guess it's OK. It's permissible. No. Mm-mm. No. Yes. Okay. You have to be able to have some level of discernment to read the scripture and know that, okay, cool, right here I'm looking at a historical record. Or, okay, cool, over here I'm looking at a poem, and this is poetry. Oh, okay, here I'm over looking at eyewitness accounts right. of what happened, right? right? Or this is, or over here, this is a letter to the church, and it's more instructional, it's more doctrinal. And this is what I should take away, and, and stuff like that. So you definitely want to be 
cognizant of the type of text that you're reading. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, that's really our last topic, um, or last point on this topic on the origins of sex. Mm -hmm. That is. So we got more coming for you guys. I'm going to unpack some more stuff here. We 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 got the end of it. We talked a little bit about sexual perversion, and the next episode in the series goes more in depth about that. So stay tuned. Um, Also. Um, again, we love you guys. We care about you guys. We're here to listen. Please hit us up on you know the Twitter on the comment section. Mm-hmm. Click the link. Click mm-hmm. subscribe. Subscribe. We're on podcasts everywhere. Um, and again, if you like what you hear, just you know continue rocking with us. Yep. More good information coming your way. Until next time, we love you all. Until next time, peace out. <laughs>